0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Braves are in a bad spot after that final game in Washington on the last road trip. Lost the game in extras. Came home and did what no one said could be done in sweeping the Mets. And they came to Miami one win away from winning the division. Now they're a strike away. Count even. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Groshans awaits. Travis sets up on the outside corner. 2-2. In the air to right field. Ronald Acuna back. Ronald is under it. The Braves have won it again for the fifth year in a row the Braves are champions of the National League East what a team and what a summer as they hunted down the Mets past them and the Braves have won 101 games and the celebration is theirs
0: thank you Ben Ingram for that lovely introduction that is music to our ears those those final out calls and the big moments, the big clinch mm. moments, just never get old, do they? I, we were, uh, Kevin McAlpin and I were talking last night. By the way, I'm Ricky Mast, Atlanta Braves Digital <laughs> Media Content
2: Manager. Just go right
0: into <laughs> Yeah, joined by <laughs> Director of Braves Alumni Relations, Greg McMichael. This is Behind the Braves, presented by Jostens, the official podcast of the Atlanta Braves. First of all, congrats to all you out there, uh, because the Braves, your Braves, just won a fifth straight. N. L. East Division title. So we're all in this together, us here in the office, the team in the f- on the field, all of Braves country. It's it really is this time of year, especially. I feel year-round, but especially this time of year, it just feels like man, this is something like. Hmm. Look, only the guys on the field are the ones out actually out there playing making the plays but it feels like we're all in it together this time sure of year. this 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 part of the year binds us as as much as anything so anyways after the clinch last night of course we were working here at the office had a little watch party and um so after i was the last one here in in this floor that i saw i left and kevin mcalpin was still doing the wrap-up show on 680 across the street here in the battery so i went by there and hung out for for a little bit with him at the radio station and he was talking about how he and ben or he was recently telling ben ingram you know ben that that final out call of yours on the world series it's not just playing on mlb network a lot this year he's like that's gonna play forever Hmm. it's gonna be forever i love it and those final out calls are just uh (laughs) gosh they're just so much fun where to begin? This I, I here. I'll start. I'll start with here. Um, yeah. We are in this awesome five years straight run of NL East division titles, and I was thinking today, I'm like, where does this one rank in those five? It's uh, 2018 is always going to be really special to me because that was the beginning and that was the kind of the first hey the Braves are back kind of moment. This one to me. Now I'm just talking for me personally. I'm not ranking for any blog or website. It's just me and <laughs> my memory bank. Daggone if this one isn't really, really special. Just because of the the 10.5 game deficit that was overcome. It's so amazing to come back from that big of a deficit, the way they did it, and to really I know they actually clinched it in Miami, but to really, really take the division at home in a sweep of the Mets mm-hmm. in front of 42,000 people all three nights. Man, that's uh, I you know what? I guess I'll say it's in a tie with that 2018 one just because they're different emotions. They're both happy, but they're different kind
2: of vibe around them. This one was it, it was pretty special. I don't know what do you think? Oh, I mean, god, I was thinking about that a little bit last night and over the past week on just what an amazing season this is. I, I can't help but just go back to you know, when I was playing and we, we had the, the season in 1993 where we actually clinched on the last day. The only thing that could have made this season more exciting was for it to go down to today. <laughs> and I don't think any of us wanted that. but I did not. But <laughs> that'd be the only thing that could probably rival for me, that 93 that season. You know, of course, coming from a player's perspective and being in it, it's a little bit different. But just as a fan, I'm with you. Last year was an amazing I don't think there's any way that I thought we could top that but to, at this point I think it's equal just as amazing as what we did last year I, I mean I saw this this team all year play at a very high level you know of course you know we we sputtered a little bit at first but I don't think any of us thought that there was anything wrong with this team we had the lineup we had the pitching staff you know, the, the same time last year, uh, just things just didn't feel right at all. I mean, it was really, really kind of odd. And and even though the the Mets this year went up ten and a half games, it didn't feel like it was an insurmountable hill to climb. Just because I think we all expected the the Mets to wilt, but you know what? The Mets never wilted. We just dadgum went and took it. It's very and true. And that that is a totally different. So think that that's why this season is a little bit more special. What happened during the season than last year? Now the postseason, you know, is, is the story's going to start writing itself uh, when we start playing. But as I think about this season in compared to last year, last year was kind of like who who wants it, you know? And even yeah. Snip made that comment last night. Nobody. Until we kind of took it at the end, nobody really wanted it. This year, we had to go out from very early on and take it from a very good Mets team. It's not like the Mets didn't wilt at all. No. Yes, we swept them here, but we played our butts off to beat them. I just think we're the better team. So we just got behind the eight ball because we played so poorly early on the season. But then we had to play as good as I've seen this team play over a long stretch to beat a very good Mets team. So that, to me, that's just an amazing thing. And baseball, what I love about the game, and I'll always love about it, is that you just don't know what's going to happen. Yep. And you can have all the pieces down, you can have the best lineup in the world, but until you go out there and play the game, it just, you just never know. And this team continues to prove that fact that you just never know with these guys. And somebody was talking earlier today about the fact that You know, is this team gonna you know, what is it gonna look like for them to go in and and play five days off or, you know, if you would have gone in the wild card. So so many times we saw those Cardinal teams come from the wild card and they kept playing, they got on a roll. That's the only thing that really makes me nervous is how is this team gonna respond five days off? But but then I think back, well, let's talk about this team because this is a tried and true team that's been through adversity they've gone through having to come back from being down and out they've come back and won an amazing amount of games you look at june and then you look at what happened last year i mean they've got just this they've created this pedigree now that has just um that who knows where it's going to take them i don't think uh, you can't be negative you can't you can't really predict what this team's going to do it's it's uh It's been fascinating to watch from from somebody who's seen a lot of baseball games over the years. I just, I look at it and I'm just like, man, I cannot believe they just did that. I mean, this team, they're just unpredictable. Sometimes when I think, wow, this game's over, I can't believe it. I was very, that game last night, I thought, man, this is going to get away from us and we're going to be back here tomorrow having to win this season in the last day against the Marlins with 500 people watching. I was like, that's a scary place to be. (laughs) 400 Seventy-five of them Braves fans. <laughs> That's
1: right. Yeah.
2: Oh man, but yeah, yeah it's been a great year, and I, I'm just excited to see what's going to happen when the when the uh, division series starts. We're going to be playing either the the Cardinals or the Phillies. I hope it's the Cardinals, just because I don't like playing two teams too many times. Like you know, like the Phillies, and they're in our division. But I don't think it really matters. I think once this new season starts, you throw everything out the window, and and it's the best teams are going to you know, they're going to rise to the occasion. Well, I think uh, to touch on something you said
0: kind of at the outset there, and this was one of my favorite uh, quotes that came out of last night, A.J. Minter, he said, the Mets didn't blow it, we took it from them. We just played out of our minds. Um, I think Dob actually. I, I didn't read the full quote. I know Dob tweeted it, so I just pulled it up here because I, I really liked that that particular. And it's a great distinction. Don't get me wrong; like it's it's our fans are having a blast today and last night on Twitter and social media, and are having a whole lot of fun at the Mets' expense. And that's what fans do. They've been chirping back and forth all oh, year, yeah. and that's fine. Uh, but I do think it's a, an important distinction to say the Mets did not collapse. What this Braves team did is unreal. They played it like, a, I don't have the number in front of you, but it's like if you extrapolated what they did since June 1st, I think it's like 114, 114 yeah. game pace, mm-hmm. win, excuse me, pace for an, if you stretch right. that out over an entire season, that is very, very rare air if you're, if you're getting up into that. Oh, yeah. 100 wins is somewhat rare air, to be honest. And if you're getting over 110, but that just speaks to the point of, What this team did from the beginning of June until, as we sit here today recording this before game
2: 162, just, just unbelievable. And I, the winning is fun. Oh, right. it's so Winning fun. is a lot of fun. Yeah. Winning is contagious. So, you know, all of Braves country, we can celebrate that uh, we're the winners today. Yeah. And and that will continue until the division series starts, and then we'll have to win that series. And after that, we can say, you know, we won the division, and then we'll go on to the, the championship series. And and uh, it, it, it feels good to win. Yeah. I mean, that's the bottom line is. And the way we won it makes you feel even better because we didn't back into it. We didn't have a 10-game lead, and then we eked in. You know, um, all those things, the way the season played out, this team should have as much confidence as anybody. We just got a few dings on some of our players that need to get healthy. Hopefully the five days. Five days off always makes me nervous because a lot can happen when you're not competitive in five days. That's the only thing that makes me nervous. But the positive side of it is Strider, you know, Ronald, Ozzy, all these guys that you know have a few dings and and um, you know struggling a little bit health-wise. It's always good for them. But the downside is five days off. And as baseball players, you're not used to having five days off because you get out of your routine. Right? Because there's something about doing the same thing every day. So, but. But anyway, it's just exciting to be this organization, you know, playing back when there was 14 straight division championships. I mean, that was, that was, that's a record, right? That might not ever be broken, but these five in a row feel just as cool as those 14, because we kind of came out of nowhere, you know, and and now being older, working here in a different capacity, it feels just as exciting as those 14, you know, it gets a little, you start yawning a little bit, you know, during 14, you would imagine, right? Three times about what we're doing now that you're just... Just your expectations are through the roof, and this team continues to to make those expectations you know exciting. It's kind of like you and I talked about recently here on
0: Behind the Braves, like the the when teams celebrate and like remember we were talking mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago yeah. about well after you guys won the World Series, then when did the following year? Then when did you actually start celebrating mm-hmm. at all? Like you know, and you know I saw some people were having some fun with the Phillies, kind of essentially they're finishing in third place and they're celebrating, but. I would defend them a little bit in that because the Mariners clinched last week. Well, then for those few days, everybody's talking about how well the longest playoff drought now in baseball is the Philadelphia Phillies. So, no meaning none of those guys on that team have experienced it, or at least they haven't as Phillies. And so, they clinch a spot. They should celebrate that a little bit. It's like us in 2018. Alex even said this. I was listening to uh, uh, Domino and Cellini earlier, or Cellini and Domino today on 680. I, I tuned in to hear uh, Alex Anthopoulos call in. And he was talking about how in twenty eighteen we were just happy to be there. Which is true. And there's no and there was no shame in that either because that was that was a hell of an accomplishment for that mm-hmm. team to win that division and just to be there. But then the next year it's like, Okay, yeah, we're gonna win the division again, we'll celebrate, but that's not what we're after. We we came up short. And that we've had that mentality ever since. And now that we've won it all, that's been our expectation for the last couple years, few years anyways. But winning it, I think that reinfor- winning it all reinforces that belief that much more. Like, that's what we're here to do. I-, I kept thinking watching watching our bullpen, the guys at the back end of our bullpen, the determination and grit of those guys and just the – I don't know. It's almost like this intangible thing. But, like, like I see A.J. Mentor out there, and there's just a, a confidence and a swagger. Like, even in the game last night, works himself into a jam, bases loaded – and just gets himself out of it because that's what these guys do. I, well, I do want to back up to that that clinch game last night and give a shout-out to Jake to rizzi for what he did. Mm-hmm, sure, He's kind of been, you know, there's always every team, even good teams, seems like there's somebody that still is the scapegoat for when things don't go well or the whipping post or whatever you want to call them. And for him to go out there and kind of be – I would say the biggest hero of that game last night he gave them what they needed. He put them in a position to win to get to those guys in the mm-hmm. bullpen that you know can shut down the other team. That's really I was really really thrilled for him and I was glad that you know on the celebration last night, one of the first people they showed walking out of the or coming out of the dugout was him with just that smile on his <laughs> face I was like, man, good for you, dude good for you because he's because you know you come to a new team you want and oh, you're come to a sure. place where you're expected to win and you're plugged right into an important part of it you know you want to succeed for everybody. And so it was great, great to see him pull through that way. But you, as a as a a relief pitcher, a a bullpen guy, how much fun is this bullpen to watch right now? And you can start, and it ain't just the back three. It's it's, McHugh. I feel like doesn't get enough love for what he's been doing. Iglesias, my goodness, what an addition there. Mentor, of course. Kenley, you know, he was there was but about a month ago. There are a lot of people out there calling for his job or questioning should he be closing. And the Mets series, he was a little shaky that first game, but got through it. But after that first game against mm-hmm. the Mets, uh, he's, he's – I wouldn't want to face him right well,
2: now. Well, you know, and I think if you wanted to compare Oda Rizzi to somebody, look at Drew Smiley last year. Yep. He came up with a big game. He didn't have a great year. But when it was all said and done, it was – the game was on the line and we needed him to pitch four good innings, he went out and he pitched them. And he helped us get to the World Series. And I think about Oda Rizzi. Yeah, he didn't He didn't come over here for whatever reason. Sometimes things don't translate, right? You go from one team to another. Things get off. Your routine gets off. You get the coaching off. you Something doesn't feel right. But when we needed him to come out and pitch five solid innings, he did. And we, we, we may still need him in the playoffs, whether it's the first round, second round, World Series. You never know when we're going to need a guy like that. So everybody has a part to play. But the cool thing about this bullpen is that they have continued to get better. I didn't think they could get better from last year. But with the addition of some of these guys in the trade, there again, Alex Trey makes a few trades. You look at what Dylan Lee's done. Oh, my gosh. I know. I mean, um, unbelievable. And so you just can't say enough about this bullpen. And and look at McHugh. I didn't – McHugh started out very shaky. And he went through – some transition and then he just all of a sudden hit a point where he just took off and got better and better and better you can't talk about this bullpen without talking about the work that he's done in the fifth and sixth inning jesse chavez jesse chavez getting him back and he's he's pitched i mean he's been lights out since he's been here it's just amazing to me that the pieces that need to work have worked And, you know, you can say whatever you want about Kenley. He's had some rough outings. That's just, that's the life of a reliever. You can't expect to go out there every night and not battle, have to battle for some of your outs. And, you know, you can't expect, he's going to be a Hall of Fame closer. Sure. Right. He's in the top eight all time. Right. So he's going to have periods of time where he struggles, but I'll take him any day. Right, I mean, and a lot of times you got you compare him to some of these other guys, and you think, well, gosh, this guy's—he's pitching the seventh inning, he's doing unbelievable. So why don't you just move him over there? Well, it's just not that simple, and unless you've been in that position, you don't quite understand it. But there's a difference between a guy who's out there every ninth in the ninth inning and a guy who's out there every night in the seventh inning. So um, just. Just trust me that, that he is doing an unbelievable job. And there's a reason why he's going to be a Hall of Fame reliever. And yes, he he got a little rocky there not too long ago, but the key to a great pitcher is that they don't stay in that position very long and they make the adjustment. He's made the adjustment. He comes by that there, strike, 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 strike. He gets him out. So hopefully he's figured that little that little rough patch out and it's going to carry him, just like Will Smith did. Will Smith needed that time in Milwaukee. You remember where he came back and it was like, bases loaded and he came out and struck out the side that changed his whole postseason and we needed him to step up so i I, the bullpen does not bother me what bothers me um again is five days off
0: (laughs) right well i think that's i just pulled up the uh again we're taping this about an hour or two before game 162 the first pitch of game 162 down in miami and the lineup here is not your <laughs> – I would say it's not quite your typical hangover day uh, lineup. Like, I think Dansby wanted to be in there because he didn't want that much time off. Olsen's in there. Mm-hmm. You've got, you know, Those Guillermo and, and Adrianza are getting some time out there. Yeah. But I think, you know, some of these – some of the ra- – it's not as Blooper uh, commented on the post from Blooper – at Blooper Braves on Twitter. He said this lineup could have been so much weirder. <laughs> it's like <laughs> we, we were so close. <laughs> uh, but – but I – to that point, I, I think a lot of these guys, yeah, they clinched last night and they celebrated, but five days off, they still want to. They still want to play. Mm-hmm. And some of them, look, you know, Riley's not in there. I think he's he's played a lot.
2: Dansby's, play, he and Dansby oh, and Olsen have played yeah, just about every day. in there, but somebody had to play. Somebody has to play. But they yeah. may only play for a few innings right. and they may hand it off. You know, they may just say, "Hey, let me get a couple of bats, and then uh, I'll hand it off to you know RC or somebody like that." But um, or I mean, where's Vaughn Grissom? yeah, so I guarantee you Vaughn. So he's gonna take over. He, those guys yeah. are only gonna get a couple of bats and then so you got other guys you can put in there and you know, yeah, that's great. I mean, I, I just still that whether you get a couple of bats is not gonna change the five days off right
0: <laughs> i, I I'm, I'm totally with Piece you
2: scrimmages. I, I am I am totally with you. Well as
0: we talked about before, like this is the first time we've had this format. Where we're gonna, so we'll see how they respond. Yeah, Dodgers I, are gonna have to deal with the same thing. Dodgers right? have to deal with the same thing. I think to to your point earlier, I still think it's it's an advantage overall for us to have these five days off. Because of not just for the guys that are hurt, to uh, hopefully Strider in particular, mm-hmm. to hopefully get a little bit closer to being healthy. I don't know. Even with the five days, don't know if the DS is a possibility for
2: him. At CS, yeah. I think it's well, definitely Alex if we get there. said last night that he was shooting for the DS. Yeah. And then so, Albies for the CS. So yeah. um, hopefully that's the case. I mean, he would know better than anybody. Yeah. And he usually doesn't put that stuff out there unless it's a, a case. But, but I mean, uh, is well, it the we got the Yankees. We got um, we got Houston, Dodgers, and us. All, all right. four teams are going to have to deal with those right. five days off. And another one thing I would say is it
0: gives Max Freed a few more days to feel yeah. better because he's still, from what it sounded like, he was he was prepared or going to pitch right. today if need be. But I still don't think he's 100 percent from.
2: Well, and Charlie which, too. I mean, some of those Charlie guys, too. Yep. those older pitchers who have you know all kinds of experience. There's been times where they've skipped starts. And they came back out looking just perfectly fine. So I don't think anything about now Kyle, you know, concerns me. He's a young pitcher. He can be too strong, you know, Strider, he can be too strong, you know, but, and then plus dealing with something psychologically, you see something with your, your rib cage and having to deal with that. So I, you know, it's just one of those things. This little wrench that they've thrown into it this year. Yeah, you want the time off, and we'll see how they respond. But I think it's overall, it's more positive. Ronald's it's only going to be helpful for him. Yes, definitely. Right, it's only going to be helpful for uh for Ronald. I mean, for Ronald, for Ozzy and, um, you know, and some of the other guys who may be a little bit tired. You know, we get that fresh air going and get a new season going. You get hyped up for the re- – what's interesting, I was watching that, the uh, all the wild card teams, they all have three games at home. Right. That's an interesting format that I, I forgot about. And then the DS is, you know, two – was it uh, – it's best of five. Right. Two-two-one. Yeah, yep. you don't need all of your, all of your pitchers – that's that's a that's a tough format, you know, playing a five-game series. But even tougher was the wild card. So for us to not have to deal with that, it's pretty amazing. I do like the format.
0: And, again, it's the jury's out. This is the first time that we're seeing it. But I, I do like a number of things I like about it. The increased incentive or advantage of, well, in theory, we'll see how it plays out, of not just winning your division but being one of the two best mm-hmm. division winners, getting that seeding. Avoiding that series, but if you are in the wild card, if you're the higher seated team, I like that mm-hmm. all three are at home. I that's think that's right. a cool twist to it. That again, putting more, we play such a long season, 162. There should be a lot of importance on on those games. Like there,
2: it's that like was, football. Yeah, it's almost just like the NFL. That's
0: that, what they do. That was like. I, I don't get me wrong. The the old wild card format of the one game thing. I know that was a manufactured, essentially a manufactured one game, one sixty three every year, and that was exciting as a fan and all. But just as the baseball guy in me, I hate I hated seeing it all come down to one game because baseball is. I don't want to say fluky, but anybody can win one game. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. so I, I like that at least, and I know you pointed out to me many times, anybody can win a best of three. I get that. But it's still at least yeah. it's still a series. Well, you
2: know? it's like, you know, dumb dumber. <laughs> so you're giving me a chance, right? Yeah. So <laughs> That's you're telling it. me
0: there's a chance. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> about it.
2: Um, so, yeah, it's like, you know, take it or leave it. It's better than nothing. You know, yeah. it's better than ask the Giants in 93 winning 103 games and they go home. They wish they had had one game to play, you know. That's true. Um, so – For a long time, baseball was very limited in its playoff structure. So I'm happy to see where we are today compared to, you know, 40 years ago when you only had four teams that made it. All right. I mean, that's, you know, to me, that was not good either. And you only had, you know, east and west. But uh, I'm excited. I'm going to be watching. You know, baseball needs – we need more excitement, right? I mean, we need – the game has – come to a screeching halt these days uh, with a number of different reasons which we've chronicled here on on the behind the Braves between you know 3-2 counts and swing and misses and walks and pop-ups so i love the fact that we're now into a new season where you've got this exciting format, where you got teams that are playing at home, and let's face it, our record at Truist Park has been pretty darn good this year, and uh, maybe the best in baseball if I'm not if I don't, if I remember correctly. But us being here, these fans are fired up, and we've got this place rocking. So nobody wants to come here and play. I tell you that. Anybody who tuned in to
0: that Mets series, of course, if you were here and you you. Were- went to any of the games you know but even tuning in on tv for any of those games you had to feel Mm -hmm. the energy and excitement that was pulsing through this place all weekend long Mm. without even looking at what our record is our home record as compared to other teams i'll put truest park home field advantage up against any team in baseball and right now uh, you could put it out there in, in, in American pro sports I don't know how many places are more intimidating to come in and play. That's why certain teams were well I, they didn't say it themselves but uh, there was certainly, some media members that may have been influenced of trying to get uh, the that last mm. series against the Mets here moved elsewhere. Weather was beautiful here all the all yeah. weekend, by the way.
2: Hey, um, hey, let me tell you this. So I was talking with Josh uh, up in analytics, Malik, a uh, really sharp guy, and I asked him, "Hey, what's the what's the percentage on home field advantage and um, and all that?" He says, "Oh, it's about fifty-two percent." And I'm thinking. There's no way 52%. I go, it's, it's got to be more than that. Maybe on average, between the Marlins, you know, you got the Marlins <laughs> and you got, uh, you know, some of these crazy. Tr- uh, it's not Tropicana Park. Where where do the uh, Rays play now? Is it still Tropicana? Uh, it's still Tropicana. Okay. You. I so might not be that much. some of those maybe sure. across the board, 52%. But let me tell you what. The World Series last year put Truist Park on the map to the average fan. They had no idea until they watched that World Series how crazy this place is when they saw what was going on the battery simultaneously with what was going on inside the stadium. So um, I think I would put us around 60% the way we play. You know, advantage for being – for being a team, having to come here and play against us the way we've played, the way we've pitched, the way these fans are, it's uh, it's a pretty amazing place. It really is. You, if
0: if you're able are you are thinking about trying to come to a postseason game I mean I don't even know what ticket availability is right now to be honest huh? with you it's probably it's not good it's probably
2: probably you might have <laughs> to get us to say that loud. Uh, I didn't say that out uh, yeah there's <laughs> plenty of tickets available
0: well but you know what we should say like this is a place where people want to come like you want to be part Shoot of this ya. here so if you if you're able to however whatever route mm-hmm. then then you should come here and experience this this once it's postseason baseball i've been telling my team of victoria and becca all year so it excited for them to get to experience postseason mm-hmm. and quite frankly they already really kind of got to experience it with that met series because oh yeah that's as close as a regular season series can get to post it was postseason atmosphere sure
2: it was you know what we've not heard we've so. not heard the national media or national fans talk about oh atlanta those fans they really are not that good yeah. have you i've not heard anything since last year what we did and since uh, maybe it's since we've moved into this ballpark I've not heard anything about that because there's no way you can follow the Braves or even watch the Braves on a, a Saturday during the season or a Wednesday and not think that this place is not one of the most exciting places to play. I've not heard anything like that because I can't say anything because these the fans have showed up time and time again and have energized this team. And so, and and if the national ne- media needed something, you know that New York Mets series, they can't say anything because it's just it's been it's been dead silent. I've not heard any of that. Look at look. I'm not. We're not trying to. I'm not trying to pick on the Mets, but
0: I'm just calling it like it is. Look at <laughs> yeah, there are 500 people
2: there yesterday. Yeah,
0: well, the well yesterday, but even before. So leading up to our series with them here, look at how full their ballpark was mm-hmm. in their their series uh, before they came here to face us. And look at our ballpark last Mm -hmm. weekend when they came here. I'm not picking on anybody. I'm just stating facts here. I'm also not picking on the Athletics, but 33,000 people showed up on a Tuesday in June to watch us play to watch the Braves play Oakland with the weather not being particularly great. And those are Braves fans. Yeah. (laughs) Point being, this is this is uh, it's just it's the best environment atmosphere Mm -hmm. in baseball right now. It just is, and I don't see it going away anytime soon. What's Mm -hmm. been built here is. Yeah, with the battery in, in particular too like you can you can just come out here and spend a day and just have an absolute blast you know you live here i i literally hardly ever leave here It's <laughs> <That's laughs> so great i've never left. I, I, I i hardly ever i went uh, i left grounds earlier today it's to like go to you,
2: walgreens It's like you pitching a tent on that uh, middle of the basketball court of virginia that would be like you living here right
0: yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Greg's pointing at my national championship poster that I have. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know what? The um, I was telling somebody like I, I I still have that fandom in me of like I'm still a little tortured inside where I'm still there's still part of me that wants to be like oh the worst is around the corner but I said you know my basketball team won it all in 2019 mm-hmm. now the Braves won it all last year and are going to be contending for it again this year I think I think. Knock on wood. I think that uh, doomsday fan that. is finally—it's finally being put to bed. And I'm fine with however it all plays out. Nellie, I think it's that's <laughs> no. I always come to the ballpark expecting—I always expect we're going to win, even when we were quite frankly pretty bad in like 2015, 16. I always showed up at the ballpark every day yeah. thinking the Braves are going to win tonight. Uh, I still feel that way now, but I still get nervous from time to time, Oh, too. yeah. Well, you know, you it happens. Be, you wouldn't be uh, human if you weren't digging yeah. nervous, so. Well. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run.
2: It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas.
0: I'll tell you this. I will I will end with this. Um, we've got these beautiful World Twenty Twenty One World Series rings that Justin's produced and made. And I am hoping that we get to team up with them again on some some rings that for twenty twenty two, huh? I've never been a jewelry guy, but I've got the World Series ring. I'm getting a wedding ring in uh March. So I'm kind of getting into it now. I've got 10 fingers, and as of right now, only two of them are booked. So (laughs) uh, Jostin's—if well, I can go over to Jostens.com slash Braves and get some merch in the meantime while I await, hopefully, uh, Insung, Kim, and Justin's to design uh, a 2022 World Series. I'd be up
2: for that. Yeah.
0: Well, man, this was, uh, you know how much fun we're having right now is we just, we literally didn't even talk about at all what we were going to discuss today. Greg walked in I said you ready he said yep and I hit record (laughs) and we just started talking and and we I love this time of year it is as fun as it is for you out there it's the same right here in the office Mm -hmm. at Truist Park there's an extra energy pulsing through the office We had a little, there was a little watch party here at the ballpark last night. The champagne was spraying everywhere. Everybody had cigars. I had a, uh, I'll tell you my go to cigar now for celebrations because these were the ones I bought last year. We haven't talked about that. Yeah. So last year, and I'm, Get more into cigars now. I don't I still don't know much about them, but i like them. Um, so burn by Rocky Patel is right here mm-hmm. in the in the battery. So last year when we started that Octo that October run, I went over there and I was like, okay, I have no idea what to get. What should I get? What should I get? And I'm looking around the room and all this stuff and I went, Oh, you know what? These are called these are Rocky Patel number six. I was like, you know what? Bobby Cox. That's what I'm gonna do. For here Bobby, go. I'm gonna gonna buy number six. Uh, and now that's my cigar of choice. So that's what I, I smoked one. M- me and John Moses smoked one last night and, uh, I got three or four more ready to go for, for the rest of this. Yeah. Rest of this one month. For the division series, yeah.
2: championship series, world series. Yeah.
0: So there's three and an extra one just in case somebody else wants <laughs> one. So we're ready to go. Well, uh, thank you, as always, for listening, rating, reviewing, subscribing, Behind the Braves, presented by Jostens. We very much appreciate it. Buckle up. uh, It's going to be a fun month. So for Greg McMichael and Ricky Mast, we'll see you next week.